Blog Talk Radio. Does the government work for us or do we work for the government? Is the best government really the one that governs the least? Can we ever have a government that stays within the confines of the Constitution? If the Constitution was written to keep the government off the people's backs, why is the government all over us? Tonight, whatever happened to freedom? Understanding where we go from here should start with understanding how we got here. We are the free and independent people of the United States of America. We are free because those who preceded us fought a war against a person who was then the world's grandest king and who presided over what was then the world's grandest empire. The Founding Fathers risked, as they like to tell us, their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honors for the freedom and independence they won and we have inherited. But they were not saints, and initially their cause was not popular. From the records available today, the people who measure historical trends have concluded that in 1776, only about one-third of Americans supported the revolution, about one-third of Americans opposed it, and about one-third of them didn't care. When I first looked at these numbers, I thought, In 1776, this was the grandest fight for the greatest amount of freedom for the most people at any point in history. So who could possibly oppose it? And who in their right mind could not care? Fast forward to today and ask, who could possibly support a government that regulates everything from the strength of the water pressure in your shower to the size of the toilet bowl in your home to the thickness of the leather in your shoes? Who could want a government that punishes people for speech, that lets its own agents write their own search warrants, that fights wars just to keep the military-industrial complex busy, that debases all you own by printing worthless money and putting it into the stream of commerce, that gives away more than half the tax dollars it collects, and that despite express provisions in the Constitution to the contrary, permits the president to lock up whoever he wants and to throw away the key. Perhaps the colonists who didn't care if they freely chose their government or were cared for by a benevolent tyrant had an odd way of knowing what was coming. Perhaps those who opposed the revolution were afraid to take on the king, to challenge authority, and to risk their comfortable lives for the unknown. Well, we all know what happened. A relatively small part of the population pushed the culture and society toward freedom. And the freedoms that they chose were pure. I mean, after we won the revolution and wrote the Constitution, the new government and the political class assured all Americans that they could think as they wished and say what they thought and publish what they said, that they could associate or not associate with anyone. They could worship as they chose or choose not to worship. They could defend themselves with guns even against tyrants. That troops would never enter their homes, that only neutral judges would issue search warrants, and that the government could not take their lives, their freedom, or their property without a trial at which their fault would be proven in front of a neutral jury. All this was guaranteed to the first generation of Americans and to their posterity. That would be us because much of it had been denied, denied them by the king and the parliament, and because Americans came to believe, even the one-third that were afraid and the one-third that didn't care, that these rights are ours by virtue of our humanity. Whether you believe that we are the highest order of natural selection, or whether you believe, as I do, that we were created by God in his image and likeness, you know in your heart 
that these natural yearnings, as St. Thomas Aquinas and Thomas Jefferson called them, are our natural rights, are a part of our humanity, and cannot long be denied us. And yet, they have been denied. The same founding fathers who wrote that Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech, in fact, enacted the Alien and Sedition Acts, which punished speech that was critical of them, critical of the government. This happened because people were afraid to challenge the tyranny of the majority. America, the greatest losses to our freedom have come not from someone attacking us, but from the government ignoring the Constitution and the majority letting them get away with it. The worst amendments to the Constitution were not those ratified by the states, but rather were amendments by consensus, where all three branches of government agreed to look the other way. When good people do nothing, bad things happen. So what shall we do? We should challenge authority, no matter who is in charge. We should challenge the majority whenever it curtails anybody's freedom. We should side with freedom no matter what the government says. We should vote out of office those who push the government outside the Constitution, no matter what earmarks they just brought home. And we should make the government afraid of us. Afraid of us. Because as Jefferson reminded us, when the people fear the government, there is tyranny. But when the government fears the people, there is liberty. From New York, defending freedom. Everybody's freedom, whenever I can. So long, America. Participation in a process that validates an establishment that never meaningfully changes. What if that establishment doesn't want and doesn't have the consent of the governed? What if the two-party system was actually a mechanism used to limit so-called public opinion? What if there were more than two sides to every issue, but the two parties wanted to box you into a corner, one of their corners? What if there's no such thing as public opinion, because every thinking person has opinions that are uniquely his own? What if what we call public opinion was just a manufactured narrative that makes it easier to convince people that if their views are different, then there's something wrong with that or there's something wrong with them? What if the whole purpose of the Democratic and Republican parties was not to expand voters' choices, but to limit them? What if the widely perceived differences between the two parties was just an illusion? What if the heart of the government policy remains the same no matter who's in the White House? What if the heart of government policy remains the same no matter what the people want? What if those vaunted differences between Democrat and Republican were actually just minor disagreements? What if both parties just want power and are willing to have young people fight meaningless wars in order to enhance that power? What if both parties continue to fight the war on drugs just to give bureaucrats and cops bigger budgets and more jobs? What if government policies didn't change when government leaders did? What if no matter who won an election, government stayed the same? What if government was really a revolving door for political hacks bent on exploiting the people once they're in charge? What if both parties supported welfare, war, debt, bailouts, and big government? What if the rhetoric that candidates displayed on the campaign trail was dumped after electoral victory? 
What if Barack Obama campaigned as an anti-war, pro-civil liberties candidate and then waged senseless wars while assaulting your rights that the Constitution is supposed to protect? What if George W. Bush campaigned on a platform of non-intervention and small government and then waged a foreign policy of muscular military intervention and a domestic policy of vast government borrowing and growth? What if Bill Clinton declared that the era of big government was over but actually just convinced Republicans like Newt Gingrich that they can get what they want out of big government too? What if the Republicans went along with it? What if Ronald Reagan spent six years running for president, promising to shrink the government, but then the government grew while he was in the White House? What if, notwithstanding Reagan's ideas and cheerfulness and libertarian rhetoric, there really was no Reagan revolution at all? What if all this is happening again? What if Rick Santorum is being embraced by voters who want small government, even though Senator Santorum voted for the Patriot Act, for an expansion of Medicare, and for raising the debt ceiling by trillions of dollars? What if Mitt Romney is being embraced by voters who want anyone but Barack Obama, but they don't realize that Mitt Romney might as well be Barack Obama on everything from warfare to welfare? What if Ron Paul is being ignored by the media, not because, as it claims, he's unappealing or unelectable, but because he doesn't fit into the pre-manufactured public opinion mold used by the establishment to pigeonhole the electorate and create the so-called narrative that drives media coverage of elections? What if the biggest difference between most candidates was not substance, but style? What if those stylistic differences were packaged as substantive ones to reinforce the illusion of a difference between Democrats and Republicans? What if Mitt Romney wins and ends up continuing most of the same policies that Barack Obama promoted? What if Barack Obama's policies, too, are merely extensions of those from George W. Bush? What if a government that manipulated us could be fired? What if a government that lacked the true and knowing consent of the governed could be dismissed? What if it were possible to have a real game changer? What if we need a Ron Paul to preserve and protect our freedoms from the government? What if we can make elections matter again? What if we could do something about this? From New York, defending freedom every night of the week. Peace to the guys. You're tuning to Freedom Friday with your host, King Dell Jr. Um, you know, uh, you got all these protests going on, riots. <clears throat> oh, people don't know it is been doing this for years. We've been protesting, we've been rioting, still no change. Um, another thing is, there's always some pandemic or new virus just before the protest or these riots start. If you haven't noticed, last time in Trayvon Martin, it was, what, the bird flu or Ebola, some type of thing, and then all of a sudden, we forgot about that because of the protest. You know what I'm saying? Same thing happened with Ferguson. Now it's George Floyd. Now they're forgetting about the coronavirus. This is all nothing but keeping us in control, doing the same things. And that's the problem. We think, oh, this is going to change stuff. No, this is going to make it worse. I'm going to have a reason to be more scared because of how everyone's reacting at these protests, at these riots. Now they have a reason to be more scared. We're giving them more fire on the fuel. You know what I'm saying? We're we're not changing it for the next generation. We're keeping it going. 
You know, everyone keeps saying they're tired, they're tired. Well, how about this? Blood for blood. Simple as that. I don't even need to say no more than that. You know? <laughs> if we were to do that, then guess what? We would get the results that we want. I don't want to speak too much on it, but you all know what I mean. We have to take action when it happens. If we don't take action, and you know, yeah, yes, it's a, it's a police officer's fault because um, it was a police officer's fault, but also it was the, the clerk who called the police officer, you know what I'm saying, who instigated the situation. You know what I'm saying? They They killed that man because you know, somebody trying to say he, I don't know what it was, fake check or fake money, whatever the case was, trying to say he was doing something fraudulent. And, you know, when you're not doing that fraudulent, somebody telling you, hey, you give me fraudulent money or, you know, whatever the case may be, of course you're going to get a little rally like, hey, hold up, man, you know. And as a black man, we know anytime we get a little aggressive or, try to defend ourselves, it's, it's seen as, oh, you know what I'm saying, we're demonized, we're criminals because we're defending ourselves. But when they do it, it's nothing wrong with it. The solution to it is it's simple. It's very, very simple. Courtroom. You get them in the courtroom. You hit their pockets because that's the only thing they care about. If we hit these people's pockets, we get them in the courtrooms for violating us. We're going to get what we want. We're doing these protests, these riots. I mean, there's people protesting right now. Won't do anything. None at all. Hasn't done that for the last couple of years, but it's like we're turning into them because before, that's what they used to do to us. And we don't even realize it. We don't realize they used to protest. They used to riot us. We're starting to turn into them. You know what I'm saying? They got the game switched so good that now it looks like we're the barbarians. But in all truth, if most of those pictures that I've been seeing with the looting and the rioting, they were all started with people of a lot of shade. Uh, I feel like most of them were agents to just get people to, oh, start the fires or start, you know, breaking to the place. Once they started, they leave the scene, never to be seen, never to be charged, um, all type of things like that. I don't know about you guys, but I want real change, you know, for, you know, the young generation that's come up, coming up. Um, I've had my share of injustice with cops, you know what I'm saying? But I've lived through all of them because I let them know straight up, hey, you do anything there to me, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I don't even have to say no more than that. You violate my, my goddamn unlimited rights to the Constitution? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I let them know right now, yeah, I see you in court. I'm not scared to go to court. Now, why? Because most times, they don't get warrants. You feel what I'm saying? When they pull you over, take you to jail, guess what? They take you to jail, detain you, all this stuff like that. They're not even supposed to do that. They're not supposed to take you to jail. They can detain you while they get a warrant. 
but they're not supposed to take the jail. You're not supposed to search your cars without permission. You're not supposed to search your property without permission. You feel what I'm saying? Because that's a violation of your constitutional rights, which are protected. I mean, which you are protected by. Because you are flesh and blood. Don't let anyone ever tell you that you're not flesh and blood. You know what I'm saying? That's how they try to treat us, like we're just cattle or slaves. You feel what I'm saying? That they can do whatever they want. They can just take us to jail. But through our ignorance, we allow it. That's why we need to start doing our own research. We need to start knowing these laws. We need to start implementing them. For the younger generation, yes, of course, for yourself, but this is truly for the future. This is the only way we're going to make a change. By teaching the younger generation these things, by teaching them, hey, they need to start doing their own research. Do you have a question? You feel what I'm saying? We we teach them not question their elders. No, there's nothing wrong with questioning your elders and doing their own research on things like this. You know what I'm saying? We're not setting a good example for the younger generation. We're setting the same example that we've already given. See, the thing is, we're here to bring up new change. You feel what I'm saying? So guess what? When they see us, they know, okay, we need to take that or take this and make it better. We're only making the same thing better. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's useless because we're getting the same damn results. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of getting the same damn results. I'm tired of people saying they're tired. Well, you're not doing nothing about it. I wish I could do something about it. I mean, I'm not saying that I can't, which I am doing something about it. You know, I'm right here right now talking to you about it. But in more of a sense of, (laughs) you know what I mean, basically getting the masses on it, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the way I do it, it's going to take time. Eventually the masses will come to the side and realize, boom, we need to start moving more private instead of public. We need to start getting our paperwork straight. Yeah. Because this is all paperwork. You feel what I'm saying? It's all about paperwork. Why do you think cops have to do paperwork when they arrest you or when they give you tickets or any of that stuff? Because it's all paperwork. If your paperwork straight, there's certain things and they can't do. Um, and if they do, that's in your favor because they have violated you now. You got your chain when you get in that courtroom, baby. That's where the money at, the courtroom. You know what I'm saying? We should never be scared to go in the courtroom because that's where all the money at. You know how much money they get off of us in the courtroom? So just imagine that. You win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to be scared for you to come to the courtroom. That's what That's what we want. We want them scared for us to come in that courtroom because we know how to handle ourselves in there. You feel what I'm saying? They're not scared of us like that. We need to get them scared like that. This is what we need to be raising. This is the younger generation to be on. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? They, they, think about it is, so if we get a good number of our young people on this, I'm telling you, this truth, that truly make a change. People try to ignore the effect that we could truly make um, just by sitting down, looking at the Constitution, looking at certain laws, doing injunctions, doing your your 
your trust right, um, you know, getting your passport right, so your nationality is correct, driver's license, if you, because, you know what I'm saying, I know some people still going to need to work, you know what I'm saying, and it's a hassle not to have your driver's license, so you still need to be, have, you know, that in the evidence, because that's evidence, having all that on file, and they try to come at you and say, oh, your nationality's not right. You're a U.S. citizen. Well, I want paperwork for my driver's license, so that I'm not. For my, <clears throat> for my um, excuse me, my passport says so. You know what I'm saying? The injunctions that I've been putting in says so. Got evidence for that. But most people don't know. Um, I need to find this case. I remember I looked at it, and um, but. Anyways, it was a case where they were trying to uh, do the same with a U.S. citizen. But they pulled out his U.S. passport, and the way he filled it out, guess what? He was a U.S. citizen because of the way he filled out that passport. That's why it's important to get your passport the right way. You know what I'm saying? So that's on the record. So when you do... Do your name change, do your trademarks, stuff like that. Guess what? That's all evidence. That's all you need if you want to win a court case is evidence. You can't win a case without evidence. <sighs> but, yeah, we start teaching, you know, teaching younger generation about this instead of protesting how to handle themselves in court, knowing what their laws is, knowing what their true rights are. You feel what I'm saying? Because probable cause is not giving the right to violate you. They give them the right to get a warrant and search whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But their so called oh probable cause gives them the right to arrest you and detain you and search you and stuff like that. No. <laughs> that is not right. That is the so called statute which it's not law. The Constitution is law and will forever be law. As long as this government goes on, it will be law. What most people don't know is, is just because you were born in any of these states does not mean you're a U.S. citizen. Each state holds its sovereignty. It's its own country. It's right there. Unless you was born in, in that in Washington Washington D.C., which I don't think any of you were, and what I mean by that was born in the White House. <laughs> okay, then you're not a U.S. citizen. You're only a U.S. citizen because our parents signed those so-called birth certificates. But they didn't know no better. You know, they were just following the, the old generation. That's how they been. They were taught. But now we've been taught that's the wrong thing. We're bringing up our children to be cattle, to be treated the way that we're being treated now, being treated anyway, you know, getting higher premiums on insurance, all type of things because we're part of the corporation, we're part of the U.S. <sighs> so until we really sit down and, and uh, go, you know, first and foremost, get your mom right, um, once you got your mind right, start doing your research because 
it's not going to make sense to you until you get your mind right to be, you know, you have to be ready for it, you know. Like they say, you can't help somebody that doesn't want help. The only way I could ever help someone is if they want to help, you know. I, I never try to force anything on anybody. I don't really care, you know what I'm saying. In due time, they will come, you know, as family, friends, whoever the case may be. And that's the truth, you know. The more and more that we're seeing that they seeing all this, it's going to make them the one, the truth. Because, hell, I want the truth, and look at me, I've gotten the truth. You know, I'm in the truth. I know I haven't been on the show like that, but been dealing with a couple of things and um, just recently moved to a nice little loft, um, you know, top floor, you know, fancy, living great, you know, feeling, feeling great, looking great, you know, because I got my mind right. I've been hustling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing the show like that, but I'm still making money. That's just me. That's just how I was raised. I'm a, my dad always raised me, you know what I'm saying? Um and the thing about it is, is even back in the day when I didn't have a dollar in my pocket, I still thought of myself as a trillionaire. Walked around, spoke it, thought it, all that. Yeah, on the outside, people may have been like, oh, you know, you just talking, but it all comes into fruition because I never gave up. And everything is a mindset. Because when nobody says it all starts with a mindset. You got the mindset to, that you're going to make it happen, you'll make it happen. If you say you can't, guess what? That's the truth. Because you're the only person that holds power over yourself. You're the only person who can give other people power, other things power over you. Nothing can have power over you if you don't give it to them. No matter what happens to me, people know one thing. You can never truly have true power over me because unless I give it to you, and even if I do, it's only to a certain extent to see, boom, okay, that's how they coming? Well, boom, you know. That's just how I move. I like to give people the power to feel like, hey, you're over me. You, you know, you got this. But in all reality, you never truly have the power because I'm only giving it to you to see how you coming to see if you're truly here for my best interest. Like, I'm here for yours. Because I love myself. So you know what that means? I love everybody. There's nobody I don't love because I'm not no hating motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I may not, I may dislike some things that they do. But that's them. That's their life. And in the same way, people might not like or hate, you know, certain things that I do. You know what I'm saying? But... Trust me, I never hate. I have no reason to. I live too good. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? I love my damn self. So I can't hate nobody else. (laughs) You know? And I love that about myself, that, you know, you know what I'm saying? I tell people one thing, you know what I'm saying? You see me? Not only, yeah, you know, I might have nice fancy clothes, might live good, stuff like that, but it was in me before it came on the outside. It was in me. That's why I attracted it. That's what we need to be teaching our the younger generation. Hey, it's in you. That's the only thing you need to know right there is that it's in you. 
before anything else, hey, it's in you, not on you. But yeah, um, I don't have too much to talk about. Um, just enjoying life. Hope everybody's doing the same. Hope everybody getting over the uh, uh, um, enjoying the you know things opening back up. Cause I mean I am. I never believed in the coronavirus. I always thought it was a hoax from the get go. And most people don't know who is coronavirus. Why do you think they call it a coronavirus? Out of everything, which is weird. Out of everything, which is a Mexican beer, you know? It's a cold word for a government mission. Why do you think they wanted you to quarantine? You feel what I'm saying? When, oh, now... What they say kills the coronaviruses is sunlight. Hmm. Doesn't make sense. So if sunlight kills it, why do you want me to be inside quarantine? Why do you want me to wear a cloth mask? You know, which, oh, gosh, you think uh, airborne virus is going to stop? You know, going to be stopped by a, a cloth mask? Please. You feel what I'm saying? It's all bullshit. You feel what I'm saying? It's all bullshit. You know, it comes in handy in certain ways, you know, these masks, but I'm going to elaborate on that type of thing. You know, it, it hides your identity. You know, people truly can't see who you are when you're wearing these masks. You know? I haven't heard too much about the coronavirus since all these protests and riots. Oh, they're going to say, oh, it's gone up since the riots and protests. That's a bunch of bull. A bunch of bullshit. (sighs) But one thing I know about the news is I can take one thing from stocks. I know how people are going to react. Once I see how they, they word it, because it gets you in fear. You know what fear does? Fear takes the power away from you and puts it in somebody else's hands. That's what they want. That's why they have the president. Oh, blame the president. Blame the mayor. Blame this. Blame, you know, when, no, we need to be holding people accountable because they, they, I get held accountable, you know. We need to be holding these people accountable. Plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? Instead of people videotaping, oh, you know, stop, stop. Do something about it. We have a right. Bro, until we realize we are the fucking government, we hold the power. We're doing all this protesting. We're doing all this rioting, beating up all these cops. Y'all need to be beating up the cops that's doing this. We got numbers. Plain and simple. You feel what I'm saying? Guess what? If somebody would have at least stopped the cops from doing that or tried to, it would have been a different story. It would have made, it would have start, 
to start with people truly saying and stop being scared. That's what we truly are. We're scared. We're scared of our master. Oh, master, please, please. You know what I'm saying? We ride in our own black, you know what I'm saying, in our own communities, messing up our stores. Doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? They got us off of the real goal, which is freedom. We feel oppressed. But we're too scared. Same. You know what I'm saying? What this is doing is, see, they're trying to find a way to take people's guns. You know? Um, we keep doing this. I'm not saying that they are going to do it, but they're going to try to take as many people's guns as they can. Lock as many people up. All the people at the protest rioting. Yeah, you may not be getting locked up for <laughs> for um for riding, but if you ain't super clean, you know what I'm saying, you doing something dirty out here, you might be you be doing anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, see that's that's how we know this dude. I got him. Warrant. You know what I'm saying? it's probably a mess. Probably a lot of people getting locked up. A lot of people might be like, dang, mom, what how they found this out? Well, jackass, you at the, the protest getting them mad. Yeah. And you be moving in silence. That's why I don't speak on certain things because I know there's a time and place for everything. It's time to move, time to sit back, time to watch. That's why it's important that we need to be reading certain books at the art of war, 33 strategies of war. You know what I'm saying? The power of I am. We need to truly find out who we are. You know what I'm saying? We need to find ourselves. And I'm now 25. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I completely found myself, but I'm at a state where I know who I am. I know my place. I know my purpose. I know each role that I need to, whatever role I need to play, I play it. That's plain and simple. I've always been a person. I never care what people thought, so. It's always been easier for me to just kind of, oh, okay, I like that. You feel what I'm saying? I've never been the type of person where, oh, I care about what they think about me. No. Never did, never will. You know what I'm saying? You can't be somebody that doesn't care because they don't care. How you going to talk smack about them? How you going to, you know, so you can't do nothing to them because they don't care. Yeah. Nobody can beat me. Because I simply don't care. I care about what I got going on. Anything else, hey, I wish you the best. <laughs> I know what I got going on. I know the goals I got going on. I'm going to make it happen. I can't make nobody else's goals. Go, you know, I can only guide them or help them, whatever the case may be, but I never hate anybody. <clears throat> Excuse me, anybody's goals unless it's something that has to do with hate, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, some somewhere else shit that just, you know what I'm saying, that doesn't go, you know, coincide with what I got going on, you know, or goes against it. 
because I have no other choice of going against what I got going on, so I have no other choice than making any, of course, would love for you to be a friend, but, hey, enemies are even better, because I have a fucking warrant to fucking destroy you. Yeah. I have a warrant to destroy you, and there's no issue with that. I don't care. You can be my friend or enemy. Either way, I go to either extreme. <laughs> you know? But I really don't care. <laughs> and it works. Works every time. When the why? Because there's no other way that it is. You're either with me or against me. And you're in my way. So either way, whether you're in my way or you're against me, enemy. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to boil it down to that. You know, we try to them, you know, oh, you know, just because they way does me. No. If I be getting in somebody's way, if I'm getting people away, then move the hell out your way. You do what the hell you want to. You don't fuck up what I got going on. You know, I just think it's all starts with the mind, starts from within. Everything that we have going on right now started from the past. Our past thoughts, from our past speaking, our past energies, you know what I'm saying? Whatever dreams we had, whatever we saw in our mind, you know what I'm saying? That's why even sometimes I question how I think. You know what I'm saying? Am I thinking right? Am I thinking about this the right way? Am I going about it the right way? I ask questions to myself all the time because sometimes I could be subliminally suggested by certain things, by TV, by music, by peers, you feel what I'm saying, by a certain environment. You get subliminally suggested by certain things. I know because that's what I do sometimes. I subliminally suggest things to other people. You know, people make all this. That's uh, you know, trying to get people to, you know, I guess you could say sneaky or no, it's not sneaky. I know what the hell I'm doing. Everything I'm doing is for the betterment of everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like saying God subliminally suggests you the wrong thing. No, it's not. You know what the fuck you doing? You've been here way longer. Man. So him subliminally suggesting us, guess what? That's infinite intelligence. That's intelligence, guess what? We don't fucking have. The only way to tap in that is to guess what? To know yourself, to actually know, hey, I'm coming in contact with infinite intelligence right now. You can only know that by knowing yourself. You can call it whatever you want. Call it God, infinite intelligence, the universe, um, you know, Whatever you want to call it, it's all the same damn thing. Call it a different name, but it's the same thing. It's that voice inside of us that's God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When we get a hunch, guess what? That's God. You get that feeling like, oh, that ain't right. Guess what? That's God. And if you don't listen to it, guess what? You get a pat to your ass because you ain't listen. <laughs> damn, I should listen to myself. Damn, I fucked myself up by not listening to my damn self. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trust me, I've been in a situation like that where, yeah, I got the power straight to my ass. 
because I ain't listening. Now, I want, you know, the end of it, of course, because sometimes you get that hunch and it can be the end. Now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, anytime I ever get that feeling like, ah, man, anytime I ever get that freaking feeling like, ah, um, fuck with that shit, I listen to it because I've been through so many encounters that started to just say, trust myself. You'll fuck with nobody talking about. Yeah, I'm going to trust myself. Yeah, I trust myself before anybody else. Because at the end of the day, I got to live with the choices that I make. As long as you can live with the choices that you make, whether they're good or bad or in between, they'll be good. You make choices for other people or because you feel like, oh, they'll like this or they'll. That's where you start to fuck up. Make choices for yourself. Do things for yourself first and foremost. Make sure you're happy first. Make sure you're rich first. Make sure you're wealthy. You feel what I'm saying? Because you can't help nobody else. You can't help your damn self. can't give people advice if you don't take your own damn advice. Trust me, I take my own advice because I'm still fucking here. <laughs> I'm living great. And I wish we could have a video conference right now and show you, yeah, I'm living very, very great. <laughs> You want to join me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why I don't have a problem with women. The only woman I want. But trust me, don't choose the right one eventually. But right now, I'm enjoying myself. So am I hope. The right one come around, yeah. I'll enjoy her all for the rest of my life. But if you don't come, guess what? I enjoy it all of them. <laughs> I can live with, guess what, being by myself because guess what, I'm great. I'm fine. Sorry about that. That was uh, my food getting delivered. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, living great. You could be living great too. It's all mindset. I've been telling y'all from the get-go. It's all a mindset. It doesn't change. How you feel about yourself will show. That's how people will treat you. I walk around. Guess what? I get wings from young women, older women, women my age, all type of shit. Even when I didn't have a haircut. Yeah, now I got a haircut because the coronavirus is over and barbershop's open. But anyways, yeah, I was still getting... Women still love me. Oh, now I got a haircut? Yes, even even better and sweeter. <laughs> I get so many older women that be just, I don't know, they just love it, I guess, because I'm a old soul, as you call it. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just all about women, but, okay. Yeah, it's not about one, but, you know, it's also about money. Money is everything. Money is an indicator of, hey, you're living great. Because it's a spiritual part as well. Everything is spiritual. Happiness, your energy being right, you know what I'm saying, your money being right. It's spiritual, too. If you don't think money is spiritual, guess what? You're a damn fool. Yeah, you're a damn fool. <laughs> and I'll say that right now. Money is everything. Because guess what? I can go in any store and buy whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, 
doesn't want to be able to buy whatever they want? I don't want nobody that does. I know any. I know everybody that got money. They probably get happy as hell. Yeah, it might be other stuff. They making themselves depressed, but guess what? That's because they live in the damn past. They worry about some other shit. I know me. I ain't worried about none of that shit. I ain't give a fuck about no ex girlfriend who broke my heart. Guess what? She called me. She's just like all the other ones. It's a boomerang say, baby. I'm living good. How you living? Oh, damn, it's fucked up for you right now. Guess what? I'm not going to indulge in that, but I wish you the best. <laughs> you know? People say that's fucked up, but misery loves company. And guess what? I won't be your company. Because <laughs> I'm happy over here, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm living great. Look at all the great. But it's your choice. We all have a choice. What's the choice you going to make? What are you going to choose? Okay, choose to like everybody else. You live in the same cycle. Everybody that's out there protesting, stuff like that. Yeah, it's all the same damn cycle. That's the fuck they'll pass. But um, I'm gonna let y'all enjoy y'all Friday because I'm about to go to my I'm about to eat. Um, next week I'll be back again. Yeah, I got settled in. I was getting settled into the place and um stuff like that. Still got some new furniture to get in, but everything's set. So straight now, I can focus on this and, and do that. And um, but yeah, till next week. Y'all, make the right choice. What's the choice that you want to make? Live for yourself for once. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, we, we can't teach our kids the right things. We can't teach our kids happiness. We can't teach them the right things if we're not doing it ourselves. You know, they learn from our example. I learned from my parents' examples and took it and made it my own way. I mean, that's pretty much what we all did. We we learned from our parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles, older brothers, and, you know, turned it into our own way. Until um, next time, like I said, make the right choice. Make the choice for happiness, for lots of money. I don't care what nobody say. Money is not evil. Love for money is not evil either because it's all spiritual. Love is love. You know what I'm saying? Money is not no crazy-ass shit like, Loving a fucking, being a pedophile or some shit like that, or breaking people, or, you know, some some sick-ass shit. You feel what I'm saying? So, like I said, till next time, make the right choices, love yourself, think of yourself in the right way, get your energy right, get your minds right, get your money right, get your paperwork right, baby. Because we live in lavish over here, and I'd love for you to join me, too. Till next Friday, peace to the gods.